This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On the line with us right now, ladies and gentlemen, is our number one football authority. He is the Gridiron Genius. He is sponsored by Panther East. The uh, premier distributor of safety in the Philadelphia region. Go to PantherEast.com. The great Mike Lombardi is here. Hi, Mike. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning, everyone. Mike, let's get you right in the deep end on a, on a big controversy in Philadelphia. Micah Parsons, to put it simply, thinks that we're giving too much credit for the success of the Eagles to Jalen Hurts. Do you agree with him? Well, you know what? What he said was the ultimate compliment. I mean, when you when you have a great team, right? You know, when you have a team that's playing at a high, high level, nobody, everybody thinks it's the system. Is it the player? You know, but what it really is is a marriage of both. It's the talent of the player meeting the right system. And credit Philadelphia for doing it, right? I think it's ultimately the ultimate compliment. I don't think he meant it that way, but it's the ultimate compliment because – what, what was it? Joe Montana. Well, if Montana couldn't have played without Bill Walsh's system or, you know, this player can't play unless he's in that system. If you put him somewhere else, well, the system and the player's talent have to go hand in hand. And so to me, you know, it's not just the system. It's not just one player. It's the combination of the two. And I think that's why he's going to be the MVP because his talent has been enhanced by what they've been able to do offensively as they've changed this offense into fitting what his talent skill is, the skill level is. All right, so, Mike, we just played a cup of Chris Sims who said the Eagles would have this success if they had Minshew there. Would they? No, I don't, no, no, because, see, here's the difference of that. And Minshew is not a six-back attack guy. I mean, last week, Jalen ran the ball seven times for 77 yards. He's going to be there, you know, he's going to, have almost over 200 carries this year. Minshew could never do that or hold up doing that. Now, look, I think what what Minshew could do would be a different style of offense. They would have to modify it. Not nearly as good, and I like Minshew, but this kid's ability to run the ball, throw the deep ball with great accuracy, and then be able to run this play-action pass scheme has been really good. And it's the marriage of the two. It's the player development within the scheme. And I think that's what you have to credit Philadelphia for. I, I think it's really uh, it, it's a mark of, of them developing the, the skills around the player. Bill Walsh used to say the first year will teach the player the system. The second year will develop his skills within the system. And that's what they've done. Well, this leads to a fact. You're basically saying he's been very well coached because they created a system designed for his talents. So, no doubt. How much credit? Do I give the offensive coordinator Shane Steichen for overseeing that process? I think you got to give the. I think this is an. Or, as I've said often on this program, the Eagles believe their organization carries the team, not the head coach. I think this is completely organizational. I'm not just saying Nick Sirianni. I think he's done a great job. Right. Or Shane. They both have. But I think this has been a metamorphosis of finding out who we have at quarterback. If you would put Jalen in a West Coast offense 
and have to be a rhythm thrower. I don't think he would be successful in that. It doesn't mean he's not a good player. It just means he's not that, right? And when Peace coming out in the draft, we all saw him as what kind of offense can he run? Well, the Eagles took it a step further and developed an offense that fits him perfectly. And I think you got to give him credit. I don't know who was in the room who said, hey, let's come up with this Oklahoma six-back attack. I think it kind of grew, and they developed it. And I think you got to give them all credit for it. Yeah. Now, uh, but you were a guy who made decisions about who to hire to be your head coach. And obviously, at 12-1, and the Eagles have a couple of very good choices in their coordinators, Gannon or Steichen. If you had to pick one to be your head coach, Mike, which would you pick? You know, I was with Shane when he was a young coach in Cleveland. I've always liked Shane. He's a really smart young guy, and I think he's going to develop into a leader. I don't know Gannon. Uh, to me, I always favor defensive coaches because I think you got to have some toughness within your team. I, I think they both have done a really good job. I've been impressed with Gannon more this year than last year because I think he's modified his system, and I think he's developed around, you know, not wanting, you know, when, when he first got to Philly, he was playing cover two zone. It was, you know, remember the Dallas game? The safeties were 97 miles off the ball, you know, and he's developed more into becoming a well-rounded game plan coach. And I think both these guys have done a great job of game planning. You take the Tennessee game. They came out and threw the football in that game. They got the lead. They knew they could that, that once Tennessee had a play from behind, they didn't have to worry about the running game. And then last week, same thing. The Giants want to play a close game. They have to play a close game. Up 24-7 at the half, game's over. So I think both of them, I lean defense only because I think it gives you toughness to your team. So you're telling me you'd go Gannon over Steichen? Yeah, because I, I, wow. I think to – I'm I think surprised. to me in, in, in our game today, I, I think there's an element of toughness. And but I think the head coach has got to be able to see both, right? He's got yeah. you got to have an offense. You just can't be like Minnesota last year, run it two plays and punt. All right, let's get to the game on Sunday, Mike, because Justin Fields, even though they have, they have lost six straight games and he has been in and out of lineup, Justin Fields is a big time quarterback talent. How do you? How big a challenge is that? And how do you approach it if you're the Eagles? Well, they practice against it every day. They run the six-back attack. I mean, when you go through what, what's happened in, in Chicago, a lot of it has stemmed from what's happened in Philadelphia. I mean, eventually they got to this six-back attack. They started out trying to be last year with, with Matt Nagy. They tried to be a little West Coast. That's not Justin Fields. They tried to be a little bit more hard. That's not Justin Fields. What he has to be able to do is is run the ball. He's, one, he's their best runner on their team. I mean, you've got to count for him in the run game. I mean, the guy's got 128 carries. He almost is 1,000 yards rushing. He's got eight rushing touchdowns. He's a running back that happens to throw. Now, what happens to the Bears and what's been happening to the Bears is they get the game in the fourth quarter. They're playing well. You know, they have Detroit beat. And then when they have to throw the ball in the fourth quarter, they can't really execute a passing game. That's the difference between where, Hurt, where Hertz is now and where Fields is. Fields can't operate when it's all pass. It really becomes challenging. So the Eagles have to bottle him up. Make him have to throw the football. And, again, that's going to start with their offense, right? It's going to start with their offense. Let's get the lead against wow. a team that is really poor on third down, 30, the worst third down defense in football, one of the worst red zone teams in all of football. So they've got to get the lead. And then that takes away, takes away Fields' ability to, to just keep running it because if he has to throw it, if he throws it more than 30 times, the Bears have no chance to win. All right. So, Mike, I, I know how to do the offensive end. I've already done it because, see, I go back a ways, and I've seen Soldier Field, and if you have a really good running attack and the gusts of winds are going to be up to 30, I'm pounding the ball with Miles Sanders on Sunday. 
Doesn't that make sense to you? They got an awful run defense. I mean, yeah, just you, run the ball. Well, but run the ball with Hurts too, right? So, I mean, that's, yeah. that's what makes the Eagles so difficult to, because you've got to defend them outside in. If you defend them outside in and you can't hold up inside, like a lot of teams can't, it's a challenge because then Sanders starts to run the ball. But if you don't take away, and when they run Hurts early in the game and they say, hey, we're going to run them, and they run them early in the game, you you got to defend outside in, and it becomes a real challenge. And, and look, the Bears have had a week to prepare, but the speed of the game is a different story, right? The speed of the game is a different story because once you get out there and you get Hurts out there on the perimeter, all of a sudden he's harder to tackle than you, than you ever thought in practice. So I agree with you. I think you got to throw, you got to run the ball, but I think in the wind, depending on where the wind is coming from, and that place is always crazy, you've got to be able to make some throws down the field because this secondary will have a hard time covering the receivers of the Eagles. Mike, who's going to win Sunday? I think this is a game that the Eagles will win. I think they'll win this going away, uh, and as they get ready for the Christmas Eve game against Dallas, I, I think the one thing I like about this Eagle team is they've stayed in the moment. They haven't gotten outside themselves. And the other thing you have to really the, – the Washington loss was really important for them because teams have tried to duplicate the Washington game plan against them, and the Eagles offensively and defensively have kind of said, okay, you're not going to be able to do that anymore. They did it once. It's not going to work again. I think you've got to credit that, and I don't think the Bears have the arsenal to do it. All right, and, Mike, we're moving you up to Thursday next week, at which point you can give us a Mike Lombardi Christmas Eve. Well, <laughs> there we you just go. Want, we want you to describe how you – balance a big big holiday with a big big football game should be fun mike lombardi you're the best thank you mike thanks angelo all right there you go.